0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to IT and Me. I'm your host, Kyle Simmons, CEO of Tech Neighbors, your IT support right next door.
1: And I'm Heather Lightfoot, co-host, podcast and blog contributor for Tech Neighbors.
0: Between the two of us, we come to you with a combined 30 years of IT experience, ranging from help desk, desktop support, IT security, database management, networking, and programming expertise. IT and Me is your bi-weekly podcast for up-to-date IT news, information, tips, and tricks. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of IT and Me. I know that we promised you guys the big episode this week. I know that we promised you a lot of really good content regarding some of the conspiracies and some of your private information, how corporations and businesses like Facebook, Target, the NSA, how they all use your information, how they obtain it, how to keep yourself safe. Unfortunately, though, we did have some unforeseen circumstances come up that prevent Heather from being able to join me on the podcast today. We've also seen some really big news come out this week and even today alone that has kind of spurred on this uh, coronavirus PSA, what you can do both in technology, working from home, doing school from home, as well as kind of what the general atmosphere is. I've actually got a guest with me right now who works in the medical industry due to HIPAA regulations. And just for the privacy and security of you know the people that he works with, the hospital he works with, because we respect his trade so much, We're going to make sure to keep him as anonymous as possible. Make sure that we only ask generalized questions. Like I said, on the show and, and tech neighbors in general, we very much so value our customers' privacy, our guests' privacy on an, as, uh user-to-user basis and company-to-company basis. So I'm gonna let our guest go ahead and introduce himself and talk a little bit more about what he does specifically and how his interaction with coronavirus has been where he is.
1: Yeah, for those who don't know me, um, <clears throat> uh, like you said, I work in the medical field. I work on a nursing floor. Uh, we take care of a variety of patients, lots of different kinds of patients. Um, and given the recent events and the uh, quote unquote outbreak, I'm doing really big quotes with my hands right now. <laughs> um, there's been some changes, but that's kind of how it is with every hospital right now. Cool. not much I'm really gonna add add there so uh,
0: do you have can i can I say what state you're in? Is that okay? Okay, so I'm in we, Texas, we know you're in Texas. Uh, at the location in texas that you work have you had any direct work with corona or someone who's had corona confirmed or unconfirmed like a suspicion of it or anything like that and kind of what's that been like
1: i haven't had any direct contact with it as usual we've had like suspected cases right people who follow symptoms and stuff like that testing goes and comes back influenza or some other kind of respiratory illness okay luckily because Like we know, like the coronavirus apparently is very infectious. However, that doesn't mean that it's everywhere. Kind of like Ebola is infectious, but we're not all infected with Ebola. So real Uh,
0: quick, not to interrupt, um, you you said something that really kind of caught my attention I wanted to touch on. Have you noticed any, an increase in respiratory infections beyond coronavirus, like bronchitis or the flu, since we started seeing uh, this huge increase in like COV-19 and the other strains?
1: Uh, no, not necessarily. Um, I have, I, I do have a couple friends that contracted bronchitis recently. Okay. Uh, but I mean, it's Nothing just directly in the line of work. Basically. The thing, the thing is, as well, the thing is as well, is that we are in allergy season. And right. so, and one of the, one of the main symptoms is like sniffles or what they say is you have like a runny nose sent from hell is from what I've heard. It's just, it's just the worst runny nose you could possibly imagine times 10. Okay. That see, that's a um, new and, one. You know, a lower respiratory, lower respiratory symptoms and um, <clears throat> fever, obviously, are the symptoms that we've all heard of. Right. And then, obviously, the big kicker is if you've been anywhere outside the country in 14 days, specifically Italy, China, all the places that have confirmed cases right now. Right. The only problem with with it being allergy season, everyone thinks they have the coronavirus. Right, And I, I don't know if you've heard, but the CDC was encouraging. They're like, listen, if you don't have symptoms, don't go out and get tested because you're more likely to get it. Right. So first of all, the CDC right now is really just trying to prevent panic. And I'm totally with that doing- because –
0: terrible at that it's just saying that's horrible because it's been the toilet paper there's no toilet paper there's no milk there's no eggs like everyone is freaking out losing their shit
1: the government is separate from the media and my goodness is the media still one of my least favorite things on the freaking planet (laughs) they they hype everything up right like when the whole syrian refugee event was happening a while ago fox news was talking about how we're going to be instituting Sharia law into America. And we're just like, no, no, <laughs> they're refugees. Right. <laughs> well, it, you kind know, it's, like... it's funny you should say that too. That's the other
0: thing. Not all parts of the government work together for the same end, obviously, because mm-hmm. and, did you hear what Ohio did this afternoon? Uh, no, I did not. So Ohio has, uh, until further notice, shut down all restaurants and bars. There are no public restaurants open in Ohio Ooh. under state law. So that's the other thing that I was going to just go through on there is not only is it the media that's hyping it up, you know, the CDC doesn't work always with all the other states and the federal government and everything too. Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, damn. It's quite annoying because the thing, the thing that's like – I saw a post a while ago mm-hmm. of this uh, Canadian citizen that bought literally three pallets of disinfectant wipes and was selling them online for $90 a pop. Now here's the thing, all right? no one's going to buy that no one's going to need that and once this is all blown over and it's going to blow over i mean i mean that 100% it's going to yep. blow over it's not going to be it's not a zombie apocalypse that's that's not, not at what's all. happening not yeah. at all it they're they're the people who have panicked and have just been stockpiling all this stuff and like putting all of their resources into buying things right they're going to go broke like talk like this is this is a real not to mention I'm not an economist but not to mention like the the just all of this money just getting thrown into the economy as people will just buy things all at once in like the past like 4 days, 3 days yeah. or something like that. People have just oh, yeah. been buying and that's going to that's not going to be good at all. I actually talked to
0: a friend of mine this afternoon. She was exposed to someone that has the coronavirus. There's a good chance that she's infected and she can't okay. buy she can't buy respiratory masks because they're gone. There are none in stores. Like yes. there's no gloves, uh, masks. It's gone. It's all gone. And one of the things that I always keep wondering is, have people forgotten that Amazon
1: exists? I mean, dude, I I, I I let me let me check Amazon right now. I doubt that Amazon has some masks right now because I remember looking up oh, hand sanitizer they did. before this whole this whole buying like event happened it started like three days ago or something like that. Before that, I was looking for hand sanitizer and it was out. It was out of stock um, on Amazon. Yeah, well, the one that I was looking for, which is like the good hand sanitizer like the stuff that's like chg and such but i mean they're um, out of
0: quilted northern but they've got cotton now Uh and they've got donald trump novelty toilet northern, paper. what's the point right they've got they've got a lot of uh toilet paper on amazon so like um but which is good so if you if you need to take you don't have any toilet paper go to amazon apparently they they're still stocked pretty well
1: honestly bro i'm so pissed some dude in china ate bat soup now i can't wipe my ass like what the hell (laughs) 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 no but for real um it's it's all getting really blown out of proportion and you know i'm i'm i totally get it people are concerned for their safety right uh you know, I'm concerned for my safety, but there's a point when it's like when it goes from concern to panic. And I keep on right. talking about panic, but oh, my gosh, I it really gets to me how people are just buying into everything that's being said.
0: Right. Exactly. Uh, it looks like I just got an update as well from one of our kind of researchers. Fortunately, I got a lot of people who just send me shit randomly, uh, but I just got an email. Apparently, Illinois has also followed suit this evening with what ohio did earlier today uh and it's spreading like wildfire in the north they are closing all restaurants all bars until further notice um and i wonder how long that's going to take to get down here to texas um probably not that long especially with san antonio houston dallas with all of them have confirmed cases now austin's got to confirm cases the rodeos were all canceled concerts mm-hmm. everything is canceled right now Which makes sense to an extent to prevent that spreading, but it's also kind of bullshit. Because now we're just over, 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 over pushing this idea that, hey, if you go outside, you're going to die. Like, that's not true, right?
1: Yeah, that's what's really bothering me as well. Um, Now, real quick. Like I I said, they're just hyping it up. (laughs)
0: I want to throw out a caveat though as well i am in no way shape or form Mm -hmm. saying that you should go outside and start you know manhandling every person you see or you know like licking truck stop doorknobs and then touching your face obviously there's Mm. some things that you need to do you know if you can get your hands on hand sanitizer carry it with you Uh, you know, don't go around touching everything and then touching your face all over. Um be smart. Be you know, use some common sense. Most people haven't left common sense to stay alive for twenty years, so just use that. It works out pretty well. At the very least. Uh we're hoping. So as long as you're using common sense, you're not being an idiot. You should be okay. You know, it's not the end of the world. Absolutely.
1: So it's basically it's just like whatever if, if you're a relatively healthy person, you know, like last time you got sick was like three years ago or something like that, or right, um, <clears throat> you don't have any immunodeficiencies or you haven't had a respiratory illness before or something that has compromised your immune system. And even then, as long as you are continuing to take care of yourself, like, you know, continue to eat healthy, drink water, biggest thing, wash your hands as yes. as you, you hear everyone saying that. It's like the biggest thing you can do for yourself is wash your hands. Well, I'm telling you the biggest thing you can do for yourself is wash your hands. Wash and you know what you should
0: hands. be doing? Washing your hands anyway. you have any idea how disgusting it mm-hmm. is when I see people walk into a buffet, straight up to the buffet from outside? That's disgusting. I don't know where your hands have been. You don't know where my hands have been. I could have been touching my balls out in my car.
1: Honestly, um, there, there should be no reason why you shouldn't be washing your hands already. Yes. But if for some so. reason if for some reason you don't wash your hands uh, and you don't want the coronavirus, start right. washing your hands. It's kind of worth it. So it's one of those things that
0: we're taking a little bit too seriously, but is that a bad thing? Like we'll get into the economy side in a minute. But medically speaking, with what's going on, with how far we've taken this to – like even when Ebola and swine flu came out, it wasn't this bad. I, I can remember – we, ne- we didn't shut down all the restaurants. In fact, the state of emergency lasted like 48 hours for um, uh, the swine flu, and I don't even think we had one for Ebola.
1: Um, so real quick, just disclaimer before I comment on that. I do not have a PhD or an MD. You know, I'm not. A, this is purely uh, conjecture from someone doctor. who works
0: in the medical industry firsthand. Right. Not necessarily um, someone who's a doctor or a nurse. This is conjecture and opinion.
1: But I, I don't think it's at all wrong to take outbreaks seriously. It, like I said, you should always be concerned for your own personal health. Right. Um, it's at what point does concern turn to panic? As right. At what, what point are you doing things that are irrational? Buying three pallets of disinfectant wipes is irrational and unnecessary and downright idiotic. Uh, buying 16 packages of toilet paper rolls so that you can last the rest of your life is just irrational. Any mucus membrane, eyes, nose, mouth, ears, if it gets anywhere in there, it can survive on surfaces for eight hours. So it just has to live long enough to okay. get into a mucous membrane and you got it. Okay, Congratulations, unless your immune system is just on top of it.
0: Right, and that's, and that's I'm ta- what I I'm talking about.
1: I'm talking about any virus.
0: And that's one of the things that I wanted to ask about when we talk about airborne, because I know that there are some there's some viruses and, and uh, bacteria that are actually airborne. Like they just they're just naturally in the air. They just kind of float around and shit. And Corona yes. is not that. Corona is spread through the air, kind of like you're mm-hmm. we talking about. Uh, but that's that's why I just want to make sure that we we're very clear on that. Just we want to give as, as as honest information as we can. And make sure that we, like you've been doing, make sure that when we are talking about conjecture, it's conjecture, not fact. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, thank you. Uh, as far as as kind of as far as business goes, where we've kind of come with coronavirus, um, on Monday the uh, stock market dropped eleven point five trillion dollars, which was the entire headway made during Trump's administration, with all the tax cuts and all the the big boons for small businesses and medium-sized businesses it has recovered because the dow jones went down 2,000 points on monday tuesday and wednesday it came back up a little bit on tuesday and then i think it made almost a full recovery on wednesday after was it tuesday or thursday when trump uh gave the state of emergency address i think Uh, it was thursday was
1: that was a day when i worked it was it was uh late last week
0: Late last week, so mm-hmm. that was the day that everything started coming back up because there was a lot of upheaval when he basically shut down the borders.
1: Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, um, our our European travel ban excluded uh, the UK at first, but the UK has now been added to that ban. So
0: yes, uh, and and the ban basically all it's all the ban really says is that in order to fly internationally outside of our country to Europe you have to be confirmed coronavirus free and if you're coming from Europe you have to be confirmed coronavirus free through testing that's really all it is so and it's got a lot of people scared because the first thing we think of when we hear ban is no one it was a good thing and a bad thing there was there's been a lot of weird back and forth with it uh honestly i'm kind of glad i'm kind of happy to see how it's being handled federally um It's been nice to see, like, when the Trump administration worked with the – this is also PSA for anyone with insurance or without insurance, some tips and tricks for how to get tested for coronavirus. If you think you might have coronavirus, as our guest said, it may be better to not go get tested unless you're, like, really, really experiencing some bad symptoms. But if you are and you Mm -hmm. have to get tested – In which case
1: you would like to get quarantined.
0: Which, if you think you have symptoms, you should be quarantining yourself at home. But if you have insurance, it is now under federal agreement. It's not mandate, it's an agreement that all insurance companies will handle coronavirus treatment and testing at their cost. They are hmm. even waiving copays, which is really impressive because a copay for the coronavirus test was $1,000, which is a lot of money. I personally don't have $1,000 to go get myself pricked to make sure that I get the coronavirus.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much, dude. Uh,
0: The other thing that a lot of people are starting to do now is they're going to blood donation centers because blood donation centers have to test by law for the coronavirus, which again poses that same kind of quandary of if you go get tested by somewhere public like that, Mm -hmm. are you going to get it? Does that increase your chances for it? And I'm, I'm going to guess the answer is probably yes.
1: One of the other things as well is um, if you do get the coronavirus or if you have the coronavirus and you're listening to this in quarantine, first of all, I would like to say, I'm sorry, you're quarantined. That must really suck. If you're a gamer, you're probably having a good time. But if not,
0: regardless, we here at Tech Neighbors and for both of us, um, for Heather and I as well, we both are wishing you the very best and that you get well Mm -hmm. soon and that all this blows over quickly. We hope that all the smaller Mm -hmm. businesses that are suffering right now you know, recover and are not put out of business entirely.
1: Absolutely. But um, if you do get it or if you do have it, I, this, again, I don't want to make any bold statements. So this is a personal statement. Conjecture. Um, Full conjecture here. I don't, I don't think it's going to kill you at all. Pretty much everyone that has died from it has had an immunodeficiency, a compromised immune system, or right. has been very elderly. Right. Um, and as tragic as that is for uh, them, you know, I'm very sorry for them and their families that they had to go through that. If you are young, healthy, fit, uh, or even if you're like 50 or 60 or even 70, but you're healthy and fit and up and moving and such, you're probably going to be fine. Like, it's, right. it's, it's probably going to, you're going to get it, it's going to suck, and then it'll blow over. It's going to be like a
0: hyperflu, basically, and then you'll be fine.
1: Yeah. From my understanding. The thing that I'm not excited for is the sniffly nose. I really, really would rather not have to deal with that.
0: See, and everything that I've seen says you, if you have a runny nose, it's allergies. I've yet to see anything that's come out that said you had to have a runny nose or that you would have. So that's, I'm not saying you're wrong by any means, but obviously you know more than I do. I'm wondering why that hasn't been more publicly announced Um, or maybe i just missed the psa on that this
1: is this is the information that i've been getting from my facilities and from administration okay cool Uh, when when we were screening for people these were some of the questions that we were asking patients and visitors at all facilities in uh the texas region okay um and i can speak for the texas region i don't know about elsewhere right right okay so
0: I kind of want to lead into a little bit of what you can do on the technical side and how this is affecting the technology industry. I also want to ask Mm -hmm. you how it's affecting the uh, medical industry as kind of a whole from what you've seen. So if you want to kind of think about that. I know this really, for everyone that's watching or anyone that's listening to our podcast, this was not our original plan. So a lot of these questions are just kind of coming up as we're going Mm -hmm. through this process. So I'm trying to make sure to give our guests enough time to kind of do a little bit of digging, do his own kind of thought process behind it. Um, So as far as technology goes, one of the biggest things that we've seen in almost every industry where it's applicable or possible is people are starting to work from home or do school from home. In Texas, because I'm in Texas as well, and we're not in the, I will say this right now, we're not in the same area of Texas. Um, One of the big things that's really happened with all of the colleges is that they have belayed their spring spring break return. And in fact, a couple of them have moved all of their uh, spring semester classes to online only until further notice. Um, And a lot of workplaces are starting to do the same thing when applicable and when possible, having their people work from home. And we actually released a blog post about it last week. I was the author of it, kind of having some firsthand experience with working from home and working remotely. One of the big things that we see with that is the multitude of different options that are available, different types of software, and there's great software out there, but very few of them are truly secure. There's a lot of security risks that are occurring, and one of the big things we've seen is a lot of profiteering from I hate the word hackers, but people who have, people who are (laughs) breaking into um, people's computers to obtain information that they could use to either steal their identity, empty their bank account, crap like that, Um, there's been a huge increase in uh, remote work and remote work attack. Uh, And it's, it's becoming huge, huge as a problem. So if you guys have any questions about, you know, how to make sure to keep yourself secure, shameless plug, uh, contact us at Tech Neighbors. We have plenty of people who have a lot of experience with remote uh, systems, how to make sure that you're secure in your remote connection to your office or your school, how to make sure your Wi-Fi is secure at home because now if you're doing banking, it's going to be almost impossible to do it in the store. I don't think that's going to be even a thing much longer for a while. So you're going to be doing your banking online. You want to make sure no one else has access to that. So reach out to tech neighbors. We can help make sure you're secure. This is going to be kind of a, a weird one. I think it's actually going to end up helping technology, especially MSPs or managed service providers, quite a bit. I think we're we're going to see some increase in remote support. Um yeah. Because,
1: you know, desperation will breed innovation.
0: Right. And um, that's one of the things that I'm trying to personally work on as well. Not in an effort to profiteer. Not in an effort to necessarily make a huge profit or anything like that, but in order to help kind of smooth this process over. It's going to be shit no matter Mm -hmm. what we do, but can we make it a little less, you know, stinky? So kind of having given you a little bit of time to think, how has the coronavirus really affected the medical industry? Have you guys been a lot busier lately? Obviously, you probably have, but... What, what's that look like now? What's a day-to-day look
1: like? So, um, like I said, I work on a nursing floor, uh, floor not in an emergency room. Uh, okay. But uh, having made visits to the nursing room to pick up or drop off patients, um, we have I, – I have seen that it has been exceptionally busy down there. Uh, even though the CDC has advised against people going and getting tested and really going out just to prevent anybody from getting it, um, people – uh, are scared. So they just do things. Um, so Desperation re- doesn't it, only breed innovation. It, oh, absolutely. Uh, keep saying this a lot. kind of hate this word, but panic. Um, yeah, Lots of it. So, Overreaction. But uh, if you're, if you're watching the uh, address that uh, the president made uh, a few days ago, he told every hospital in America to activate their emergency preparedness plan. Um, it's, this different for every hospital, but it's right. pretty much the same thing where we're basically going to go on high alert. We're going to be educating our medical workers and people who are going to be in direct contact with patients who may or may not have them. Right. Uh, we're going to be, uh, getting new PPE. We're going to be getting new, um, well, not new PPE. It's, it's, uh, we have, we have, yeah, exactly. Specific P- PPE that we use for outbreaks and such. And- For those who Um,
0: don't know, what does PPE stand for?
1: Personal protective equipment. Um, But one of the other things as well is we're trying to limit movement in the hospital in terms of like people coming in and out. Obviously, if you're in the hospital, we want you to stay in the hospital until you have to leave. We don't want any unnecessary traffic. And so due to that, most hospitals in the area have put on a limit for visitors um where if there's more than one visitor in a room one of them has to leave you cannot have more than one visitor in any room if someone's already there and they don't want to leave then whoever wants to come in can't come in you know if if, like let's if like a patient in room 201 uh, has a visitor they don't want to leave well right they don't they don't have to leave right unless security escorts them out um but If again, security, if patients like, or if uh, visitors start, you know, being like, well, uh, I want so-and-so to come up here and visit with her, but I don't want to leave. Like, well, one of you has to leave? If you're going to get all up here about that, security will escort you out of here. Right. So there's, and again, it just escalates and escalates until eventually they, if, if, if it gets to that point, they will be arrested. Again, it's all about protecting the patients and the medical workers and citizens. We, you know, we don't want, we don't want people coming in and getting something or bringing something to our patients or to themselves or to their families at home or to our families at home. Right. Um, and lots of other things that involve more, uh, internal, uh, workings, uh, like non-essential, um, uh, departments and such, you know, they can, they can work from home obviously. Right. Um, but other than that, um, There's smaller and more minor facility differences that will vary. It it just depends on what the administration or what company you're with, if you're HCA or Methodist or Baptist.
0: Okay.
1: Cool. That's what's going down.
0: Man, this is um, some scary times we're starting to live in. It'd be great if 2020 would stop trying to kill us for five minutes. Um, (laughs) So it's really interesting. Over the last several millennia – Every time we turn over into a new millennia, 1920s, 1820s, 1720s, 1620s, we've had some sort of plague. For years, for many millennia, it was the black plague and the return of the black plague, things like that. Now we've got the coronavirus, which is just hyper-advanced flu. Um, Mm -hmm. What are some things that we can do other than just washing our hands at home or when we're out in public? Like, for me, I have to go to work tomorrow. I work a day job and do tech neighbors, and I've got to go to work. What are some things that we can do while we're out, while we're out going to work, while we're out shopping amongst the rest of the people buying all the toilet paper? You know,
1: what can we do? So, um, again, biggest thing, don't be irrational in what we do, but, you know, there's no need to go buy 20,000 packs of anything or pallets of anything. You know, buying in bulk at Costco is great and normal, but you don't need to buy the Costco. So, but um, I want it. <clears throat> mm. Got that membership card?
0: <laughs> not for Costco. Got one for uh, Sam's. And that's uh, not in any way, shape, or form a plug because they do not sponsor us. God I wish they did.
1: That'd be pretty great.
0: That'd be a That'd lot be of money. Sponsor.
1: That'd be fantastic. Um, so I would just say I just just like our facilities are wanting to prevent just unnecessary traffic. Um, you know, if 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 you don't have to do something if you don't have to go somewhere, like you have to go to work tomorrow. So obviously go to work. Right. Um, But you know, if you don't have to go out to go grocery shopping or to get something, just don't as right. um, if, if you're really, really, really concerned about this, then just go ahead and, and self quarantine for a little bit, you know, just like at least a period of at least a week where you only go out to work and come home and stay home. Right. Um, You should, you should last, I've, I've gone a day or two without eating. At some point in my life, it's not super bad. And the other thing as well, wash your hands, s- stay uh, hygienic. And the thing as well is uh, the CDC released a um, PSA as well where they say if you don't have symptoms or if you're not around people with symptoms, don't wear a mask. And that's because um, when you wear a mask, you actually touch your face almost like like three to four times more adjusting the mask, pulling it down, putting it back up, you know, moving it around and such like that to get more comfortable because it's something on your face. It's like almost instinctual. You can't help it. Right. So um, there's also that there, but if you feel it is necessary or if you would feel safer wearing a mask, there's not a whole lot of detriment to doing so. Okay. Except for like the CDC said, touching your face. So that's something you've got to be conscious about.
0: And one of the things that I'm just going to go ahead and uh, show on my screen as well, so everyone on our Twitch stream can see it, is the CDC's website for coronavirus, for how to protect yourself too. Um, you know, there's no currently, there's currently no vaccine, so mm-hmm. good luck, have fun. So it's just like you said, you know, they say clean, wash your hands, um, use hand sanitizer that it contains at least 60% alcohol, avoid touching your eyes, nose, mouth, which I just did all three because I wash my hands and I'm in the privacy of my own home. Um, avoid close contact with people who are sick, distance yourself and other people, stay home, cover coughs and sneezes, um, which real quick, something to touch on, when I was younger they always told us to cover your mouth with your hand it wasn't until after I got into mm. high school that they started doing the over the arm stuff, but in reality the, started the, dabbing. it started <laughs> dabbing um, but when when you cough or sneeze, dabbing is honestly the best way to do it uh, because it does prevent, you know, you go to shake someone's hand, it's not gonna throw out there, you know, all of the sh** that you just coughed and sneezed. Um... And that's it, the other thing
1: as well. Start fist bumping instead of shaking hands for the time yes, being.
0: Yes. Uh, and it says right here in bold letters, if you are not sick, you do not need to wear a face mask unless you are caring for someone who is sick and they are not able to wear a face mask. Uh, clean and disinfect everything. If a surface is dirty, clean them. If it's not dirty... <clears throat> clean them um, yeah. it's okay to be a little bit of a germaphobe right now speaking of which i wonder how howie mandela is holding up with all of this he's got to be oh, having poor a poor guy
1: a mild stroke dude i remember like i remember watching a documentary about his uh germophobia it's it, it's bad
0: yeah apparently he is full-on wearing a hazmat suit
1: i'm proud of him <laughs> i mean if you can afford it
0: apparently i mean he should be able to. man's funny oh as hell. hey
1: also, minor PSA: Don't bedazzle your N95 respirators or anything like that. It, I'm it, sorry. It, it damages the time. filter. Don't don't bedazzle. Don't don't get like edits and stuff like that, or draw on it or something like that. It compromises the filter, uh, and the filter only has a certain amount of uses. So, so you, you can't you can't continuously wear it, and it will always block. The filter does die out.
0: Right. That's one of the things I've also – I've heard as well. I've had uh, people tell me that the face masks um, only have a uh, four-hour lifespan. I don't know if that's
1: true. I wouldn't say four-hour. So the the way we gauge it um, at most facilities is by use. Okay. And that is due to the fact that when we go into airborne precaution rooms, uh, we're not in there for hours on end. And so we say that a filter – has about five uses. Um, in which case, after the fifth use, you would throw the mask away and get a new one. Okay. Uh, well, you would not throw it away, dispose of it in a biohazard bin and then get a new one. Yeah, don't and just the throw that, that shit away like into do,
0: a normal trash can because it's kind of like a mm-hmm. hypodermic needle. If you have diabetes and you stick yourself with a diabetic needle, you don't just throw it into a trash can. You throw it into a mm-hmm. bio trash can. So.
1: And the other thing as well is that... um. <clears throat> If your mask is being stored open, like if you have unfolded the mask and the filter is exposed to air, it is losing integrity. Um, I personally store my filter in one of the smaller uh, biohazard bags whenever I'm working so that the filter remains uh, at its highest integrity throughout the day until I have that fifth use. And then also having that biohazard bag on me makes it easier to dispose in a biohazard bin. I would just like to say, and I'm going to say this multiple times, most of you, if not all of you, will be fine. You, Everyone's going to be okay. We're going to make it through this. It's, it's being wildly blown out of proportion. I'm going to say that again before the podcast ends just to make sure that people say it know again.
0: That. Go ahead. Yeah, say it as many times as you need to, man. That's That's the thing. We want to make sure that we are doing the best that we can to provide as much information that is applicable. And make sure that people are staying Hmm. safe while not being stupid. Because it's really easy to accidentally Mm -hmm. get stupid.
1: People do things that they normally wouldn't do in times of panic. Right.
0: There is a – I'm trying to find a website that a friend of mine told me about.
1: Um, Oh, real quick as well. The 3M brand respirators those are uh, industrial grade respirators that are not graded for uh, filtering out viruses because the viruses are too small to be filtered out. If you want to um, have a filter or a mask that will prevent you from getting any virus really, um, you need an N95 respirator. Uh, If it has a big 3M on it, that is for industrial grade, like working with asbestos and
0: stuff. Uh, I worked for a telco company where we got those. Those are great, but like you said, they do not filter out viruses. They barely filter out asbestos, if we're being honest, as well. Um, so R-I-P. there's a website I want to go ahead and drive traffic to for a couple of reasons. One, I actually really support the person who made this because here at Tech Neighbors, we want to make sure that we're supporting the next generation of uh, people who are going into IT. The 17-year-old high school kid who made this, and it's actually being used by a large number of people. Um, governments and the CDC is using it. It's actually a great website for tracking um, the coronavirus and everyone who's infected. So this is the website that we're looking at. It has, it tracks the total number of confirmed cases, uh, the total deceased, total serious condition, total recovered, how many countries, there are 119 out of 195 countries currently infected. kind of goes through the different countries, the global, China, Italy, it's really really cool how it's laid out uh it has the united states by cases um currently the number one state with the most cases is washington followed by new york california massachusetts colorado texas only has 51 confirmed cases no deceased no recovered and none serious which is fantastic um so it's, this is a really cool site to just kind of keep an eye
1: One thing I would like to say as well, without sounding like a conspiracy theorist, the numbers that are coming from China, we don't know how accurate those are, and that is simply because I don't really, I don't really believe that we are on super good terms with China. Well, and sounding like I I don't really know how to word that either.
0: Sounding like a conspiracy theory on this, a conspiracy theorist on this channel is actually quite acceptable. Um, Epic. so far, the this is the map of the different cities and things that are... And it's updated every minute. I don't know where he gets his information from, because uh, I know <laughs> we have some in Fort Worth, Dallas, and uh, Austin, and Houston, but only San Antonio is currently being shown. Uh, you can click on it for more information. It uh, looks like it's from uh, news feeds, which is kind of cool. Very <clears> interesting. Guy, The kid might. who built this, that's fantastic. Good job with the website.
1: Very proud of you, honestly. 17 year old making a difference. Yeah. Um, and given that you said conspiracy theorism is all right, you reminded me of a conspiracy theory that I was actually talking about with uh, some co workers in the sense that uh, the origin of the coronavirus. And uh, <laughs> we've talked I, about that on here before. I'd love we to hear your about opinion. A, we were talking about a story. And again, this don't take anything I say as the truth. This is just. It's all conjecture. So, this real right quick, now, this is for at this really.
0: at this point in time, this is all conjecture. This is theory. It's kind of like when uh, last weekend Heather and I talked a little bit about the coronavirus, and I don't want to beat a dead horse because you know, poor thing put it out of its fucking misery already. But this is kind of important <laughs> right now. And as far as you know, this is this is conjecture. But I have a feeling I know where you're going with this because we've kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, and I'm pretty sure I agree mm-hmm. with you.
1: But um. There was this dude in like Ohio or something like that. Uh, He was a uh, laboratory uh, physician or research physician or something along the lines of that. And the way I worded it honestly made Kyle laugh when I first said that it was just some dude goofing around with SARS. Seeing what he could do with it or something like that, and the government kind of popped in and said, Hey, uh, could you not do that? Thank you, right? And so he decided to sell the idea to China, and that was the uh, the basically the origin of the coronavirus. Um, and again, complete, <laughs> complete conspiracy theory, but it right, kind of made me think that there's just there, there's always going to be that one guy out there who thinks he's going to be the new Dr. Evil and just put something out there, and hmm. <laughs>
0: And make a shit ton of money selling it to the governments, and apparently he sold it to China, and China just fucked it all up. So
1: China was like, "Oh shoot, they dropped the vial or something."
0: <laughs> right? Or you know, tried to use it against because in China, where this all started, uh, it actually started during all of the during all the upheaval in China, the rioting and all that shit. Oh, the Hong Kong so
1: protests and stuff. Yeah,
0: so there's a really good possibility that China may have been the one that fucked this all up. That this was sold to a whole bunch of other countries, including the United States, and China tried to use it as a bioweapon, and it just backfired on them really badly. Mm-hmm. So that would not surprise me either.
1: Or maybe they thought it would make a nice uh, seasoning in their bat soup. There's like, mm, this smells uh, ripe. Hey,
0: uh, let me uh, have some of that MSG. Oh, this is COV-19. yeah same shit
1: msg oh you mean sars <laughs>
0: <laughs> no it's sars level 2 it's the advanced stages yum yum so i'm just kind of going through the news feed my news feed right now looking through what the different mm-hmm. coronavirus updates are um coronavirus since, as of t- uh, 10 hours ago texas is now up to 68 confirmed cases um, which in reality that sounds like a lot like everyone's oh my god 68 cases of coronavirus do you have any idea how many million people we have in texas though
1: yeah, and, and just to again reiterate, it said about 3,763 confirmed cases in the U.S. Out of 3 and the U.S. has about a population million. of about 350 million people. Yep. That's not even 1%.
0: And less than 1% of them are actually dying from it, and that's not even – there's so much – More people uncover.
1: have died of the flu this year. Yeah, than the but coronavirus.
0: Yeah, since January of this year, more people have died of the flu this
1: year than the coronavirus. Let me actually double check that fact, just so I'm not spreading misinformation.
0: That's a good idea. We don't want to be like CNN. Um, shots fired.
1: But Got him. I don't want to be like any news outlet. <laughs> we, we're not Ooh. the media. That from October 1st, 2019 through March 7th, 2020, there have been 36 million to 51 million flu illnesses, 17 million to 24 million flu medical visits, 370,000 to 670,000 flu hospitalizations, and 22,000 to 55,000
0: deaths. So, yeah. Uh, Let's see. That's almost 10 times the number of people. Mm Mm-hmm. Which and that's not to take away. That's in no way, shape, or form to say. Oh, well, then just ignore everything about the coronavirus. But Mm -hmm.
1: it's just it's giving perspective,
0: right? The the big thing with the coronavirus versus the flu is we haven't really seen it before, so we don't know what the long term effects are, and we don't have enough a a large enough testing pool to really determine. You know, the what's the term? How how much is it actually going to affect healthy people? And what's and what's the the evolution of it going to look like? How many strains mm-hmm. is going to evolve? How many times is it going to change? Shit like that. So the other part of that too is we don't have any vaccines for it. Not like the flu vaccines. Honestly, in my opinion do any good, but you know, we try. Granted, me say the the flu the flu vaccines. My own personal opinion. I've got bad experience with the flu vaccines in family history, and we don't do the flu vaccine because we end up getting sicker from it. But if it helps you. I guess keep doing it. Mm -hmm. That's between you and yours and your doctor. What really scares me, though, is the Federal Reserve and what they're doing with the mortgage – the mortgages and the the housing market. That's the term I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. So on Sunday, uh, the Fed said they will begin buying $200 billion of mortgage-backed bonds. This is part of a $700 round of quantitative easing. Now, one of the big things that really kind of bothers me about this is when we look at the housing market and we look at what happened in 2008. um, I'm sure – just to lay a basic foundation, and for those of you who want some more information on kind of what happened in 2008, you should go watch a movie called The Big Short. It is actually a Hollywood production. It's a really, really good movie, though. It's a documentary where they actually tell you, hey, this isn't exactly how this happened. It happened like this, but it's easier to dramatize this. And Mm -hmm. it basically breaks down what happened. My concern is that we're starting to see the same thing happen. Again, after that happened, um, CDs were made illegal, and then someone else just renamed them and started doing the same thing over. So now with the Fed coming in and saying, here's $200 billion that we're just going to buy these bonds, it's very indicative of what happened um, towards the end of the 2008 collapse, and I say the end, it was a 48-hour period, really, well, more than that, during the period in which the Federal Reserve finally came in and said, we're going to take care of this, we're going to fix shit, uh, that's what they did was they went in and they bought a lot of these loans that were worth diddly shit. There have been a lot of people who have been investing in water lately. Water is a very solid asset to invest in. I think right now, one of the big ones to invest in is oil because I think it's about to really really go up now is a good time my personal opinion and i'm not an economist i'm not a stockbroker. i'm not a trader in any way shape or form i wish i was but i th- i would say now is a good time to invest honestly
1: while everything's nice and low
0: while everything is nice and low save it all up and then sell it when it's high
1: amen one thing i would uh if if i may to know i'm making a lot of statements about how much of a concern it isn't um i would like to say that if you do live with someone who does have an immunodeficiency or you know like something like uh, diabetes any heart conditions lung conditions any kind of um uh, like hiv or aids something that they're already fighting off right now right you should be concerned for their safety absolutely um, you know, if 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 like I I I've I've told many people I can tank the coronavirus, but I don't know about someone else who may be in contact with me. I'm right. confident that I will be fine because I'm not fighting anything off right now. I eat healthy, I live healthy, I'm fit, I'm active, I'm moving. Um, so I will most likely be fine. And there's a lot of people who will most likely be fine, but there are some people who live with family members that they care about. So. As we said before, don't panic, but take care of yourself. And with this added um, addition, take care of the people around you. Right. You know, Do, do what you know is right.
0: But I think with that, we're going to go ahead and do a quick sign-off. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Whether you're listening to our podcast or our live stream, as always, make sure you are following us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash IT dash – hold on a second. Let me get you the actual link. It's facebook.com forward slash itme dash into the nerd, into dash the dash nerdverse. Or if you just look up itme slash into the nerdverse in your Facebook search bar, it'll pull us right up. We are the ones with the microphone. It, says IT and itme on the top. You'll get all of your tips, tricks, and information and news for IT and all things nerdy there. Uh, you'll get notifications when we go live on Twitch and when we post our new podcasts. Um, if you have any questions about Tech Neighbors, we have a Facebook and a website for Tech Neighbors. That's techneighbors.com or facebook.com forward slash Neighbors. Go ahead, schedule a free appointment. We'll talk you through anything that we can for just keeping yourself secure. Um, when you're browsing the internet or working from home or remote connecting, we'll do everything we can to make sure that we help out as many people through this as we possibly can. We are going to be posting up some discounts soon, coronavirus-based discounts, not just to drum up new business but to make sure that in this absolute shit economy that we are falling into, that you can continue Mm -hmm. to be safe and secure. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. Y'all a good one.